What is up and welcome into the Smoke and the GM podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann. I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago public legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we got our NFL draft guru. You could see him on football night in Chicago. We we saw you out there, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, good stuff on there, man. Good stuff. Thank you, thank you. It's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? How you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing all right, man. Doing, doing better than Eric Bieniemy in some respects. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got more money than me, but I mean, man, the amount of disrespect that brother is going through. Whew. How was man. how was you guys at Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, was cool. I was on, yeah, it was good until you text until cool. you text back to us that you right. were right and we were wrong. Right, right, right. You know what, man? I actually, you know what? I'll I'll let you guys in on a secret. I I I felt a little uh a little dumb when uh when we were we were bringing up these picks and you guys were coming with with statistics and facts on why the Eagles would win and. My only rebuttal was, well, they got Mahomes. And <laughs> what else? Can, and, what else and, do you need? And your only rebuttal was the it one that was right. right. <laughs> I could tell. I could not tell you guys why I thought the Chiefs could win that game, other than the fact because because everyone outside of the quarterback position, I said outside of quarterback and tight end, the Eagles were head coach know, better and head coach. Yeah, we did say coaching, yeah. which mm-hmm. which came which came Damn, out yeah. to, to play to play out. But yeah, yeah I, I can't I can't tell you why, other than you know, Mahomes is Mahomes and I ain't betting against that guy. But it 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 happened. So so yeah, I was a I was a little I I left the podcast last week feeling like man, I <laughs> I didn't show up, man. So <laughs> So yeah, so that's why I had to I had to rub that in a little bit. <laughs> that was but, so good. But it was it was a hell of a game, man. Uh, yeah, it's one, yeah, one it of was. the one of the better Super Bowls uh, of my lifetime. I should I could say. Um, you don't think so? I, I did up until the call. It yeah. it, 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 it fell flat after. It I agree. It it yeah. It I did. Mean, up, up, I'm with you 125. Yep. percent Like up to that point, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm watching the game. I even said it to my daughter. I said, man, this is one of the best five Super Bowls ever. This is an instant classic. Mm-hmm. And then that call happened. And I was and like, it, and it just it just deflated <laughs> it deflated the room. It did. It really it deflated did. the room. Like like the best analogy I had was like you know you you get that meal and you got everything's tasting good and you got that last bite like you know how you sometimes you just save the right combination of meat and like the mushroom whatever the meal is and you're like oh dude <laughs> man that was a hell of a meal you take the bite and it falls off your fork you're like damn and it's just, <laughs> it's just like like the whole meal just got fucked because it had, you lost the morsel. <laughs> It's just like man, it's like like I felt like we got robbed of having that last bite. Yeah. That's what that's what I felt like. I know? I completely agree. I completely agree. I've had back and forth with people like, man, they miss calls. I'm like, I'm not saying this as the Eagles were going to win. I'm like, I'm not even saying it wasn't the right call. Right. I'm saying it just robbed us of a moment that <laughs> would have, like, would have been epic. Like, yes. like that's all I'm saying. It it has nothing to do with who would have won and who. I'm not saying that call cost the Eagles the game. No, no. like I'm saying it cost us. Yes, a, a memory. 
yes a moment like and and you know selfish of the fans but hey that's what we watch this stuff for you know True. and so you know that was the main thing it definitely like was a very great game and like i feel the exact same way like once that call happened it just like <laughs> yeah. fell flat on the like god damn game over like it's but great game i, I was super amped at how Dana hurts performed yeah you know i mean he had the, he had the mistake the fumble you know but which cost but, him the game yeah Ultimately. yeah it, it came back well, it, it, that Yes and no. I mean, it played a factor, right? You know, right. it played a factor, but you know what made me, what I was excited about with him was, you even with that mistake, you can't say he's the reason they lost. No, because they had ten point lead at halftime. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you can't yeah. say he's the reason they lost, and and all leading up to this game. All but one person on TV, and I'm gonna give him his credit, but I'm gonna speak on everybody else first. But all leading up to this game, it was how he could play bad and the and the Eagles could win, or Eagles just got so much talent, he just can't be the one to mess it up, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Or we gotta make him play quarterback. If we make him play, quarterback, <laughs> they're not gonna win. All these different things. The only person that was saying. Something that it, it I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to buy into that because I'm like, he's just such a big Kansas City Chiefs fan is Nick Wright. And Nick Wright addressed how he felt the Eagles defense was overrated. And he said, if you look back at who they've played, he said when they played against mid to top tier quarterbacks, that defense got shredded. He like, most he like all the quarterbacks they played throughout the year would were not really good quarterbacks and he like and now they're playing against pat mahomes so Mm -hmm. and ultimately that's what showed like yeah another well not another top quarterback the top quarterback he came in and he didn't even shred him though no like he didn't even for what 160 he threw for 182. 182. Yeah. 182. Yeah, and touchdown, three touchdowns though. But but what but what got me was how much more physical they were. It's about the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, they came yeah. out. They came out they, hitting. They came out hitting. The Chiefs ran the ball better than the than the Eagles. Mm. And like they ran for 152. The Eagles only ran for 112. Okay. Yeah, you know, it was shocking though that the yeah. that the Chiefs were a better running team in that game. Like, you know, so why did I didn't expect them to run the ball? I I I had a little parlay, and um, I took the over on Mahomes' pass attempts, thirty nine. Mm-hmm. I just expected, especially throw the ball. You know, coming coming out the second half, uh, down ten, he's gonna be throwing the football. I, that's what I expected. No, they came, they came out running. Yeah. Uh, and and it worked. Um and back to Hertz. Yeah, I yeah. My fit my new favorite radio personality, when we'll talk about him in a little bit, he he told me that uh Hertz can't throw the deep ball. That's that's can't, what he said last Can't week. throw the Hail Mary. I tell and, you that. Oh, he can't throw that. <laughs> no, I'll give you that. 
but he threw he threw a couple of dimes um, to to AJ Brown and to Devontae Smith. Not to cut you off. That adds to the dud. Of yeah, that's just true. Too. That that Man, shouldn't he, have been the play though. Man, no he, shot. He went back, and I'm like, oh, he finna let this thing ride. <laughs> and that thing died so quick. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> Shouldn't have been the play. Oh. I'm going to say it slipped out of his head. I mean, give, give, you, give yourself just a little, a little bit of uh, 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 just just a little bit of uh, some, somewhat of a chance, you know. Well, they, yeah, that the hell guy returned the kick. That hurt. That he well, they, well, they squibbed it. He couldn't. Oh yeah, you're right. He couldn't. He couldn't go nowhere. Um. So yeah, left him the one chance. But yeah, the hail mary from <laughs> what were they, sixty five yards out? Yeah, give or take. Yeah, yeah. That 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 didn't make sense. But the pass to AJ Brown, the touchdown pass to AJ Brown, and then the uh the deep pass to Devontae Smith was down at the two, I think. Yeah. Um. Those those are some <laughs> great passes, um, and they know man. I got to give Philly credit on that that quarterback sneak, which which that, they've been running. That thing is, thing is the thing is unbeatable, man. Well, Lethal, uh, man. As long as you don't false start, right, right. That's what, <laughs> right. That's what happened. Right. That, that, that got the fumble. The next yeah. play, yep. yeah, yeah, that got him. But um, but yeah, I thought, man, I thought both teams played played really well. And like you said, up until the the penalty, that was a that was a great a great Super Bowl, man. Which we don't we don't always get. Um, so one thing I I want to talk about with the with when it comes to Philly's defense, the turf. Um, Philly's defense That's- was third third all time in sacks. Uh, mm-hmm. In a season to the, I think the eighty four, the eighty four and eighty five Bears, uh, they didn't touch Mahomes. Nope. It, uh, behind the line of scrimmage, I should say, they did they did get to him right before the half and and got that got that ankle hurting just a little bit, but uh, no sacks in that game. And I wonder if the footing on that field is part of the reason they could not get off the ball. Could be. I mean, both teams. Of- both teams came in one and two in sacks on the season, and neither one yeah. of the quarterbacks got sacked. Yeah, sack. yeah. That's what I'm the saying. Sack, yeah. The Chiefs got was Jalen Hurts ran out of bounds yeah. behind the line of scrimmage. Jay- Jalen Hurts <laughs> was was back there, but he had all day, mm-hmm. you know, for for the majority of that game. And footing has a is a is a is a is a big but deal. Shoot, when it comes he to was pass he was slipping. He was not. He was I, slipping. You know, I'm I'm an old man now, but. In my day, you used to carry with you several cleats, right? Two sets uh, he of cleats. Cha- yeah, he changed. Well, cleats. I know he he, he he changed shoes. Do they not wear removable? Cleats oh, you saying stuff like change the uh, yeah. studs and stuff? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I would come in, you know, pregame. I would check the field, and I would have my quarter inch. If we were on grass, I had my quarter inch cleats in. And if it was a, a slippery surface, you know what I'm saying, a, a wet surface, I would go to the three-quarter inch cleats. I would I would change them, which, you know, like I said, they, they did, you know, try to change cleats. Mm-hmm. But I, I do they not – I don't know if they – do they make the, rem, the removable cleats anymore? I, I think so. 
I think I, it seemed I, like everybody I, I was actually changing I, shoes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just it's quicker. New, I think that's just the new way. Yeah, it's uh, quicker making money. And yeah. you know, he went from the Jordan Eleven cleats to the Jordan to 1 the Jordan cleats, ones, right? You know, right, so right. styling and stuff. You know, so I, I thought football cleats is weird to me. Like, I, I just I I just be feeling like how you getting grip anyway, like with any type of being a baseball guy and understanding how to go from like molded to like metal spikes and yeah. you can tell the difference. It's like, damn, they wear just regular old cleats. Like so I I I've never put on football cleats, so I wouldn't know. It's just like you would think sometimes, like when they be having them issues, I'd be like, man, just put on some spikes. But no, you can't do that. You can't wear spikes. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a, that's frowned upon. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that feel that I mean, and this is it's not like this is a new stadium, and this is a a, a new way that they you know that they grow the grass there. This is this is a twenty year old stadium now. You man, know, you know, I it. didn't know that the actual ground. Like it's outside, and they yeah they will they will it out. Will yeah. it. I did not. Yeah. I thought yeah. I saw a video of it not too long ago. I thought it was fake. I'm like, yeah. wow, that's fake. And then I saw like the development of the stadium. I'm like, oh, that was real. Like yeah. Yeah. that's really how they do it. So yeah. Mm. So I don't know if that's something that they've been having issues with all along, or yeah, like, yeah. early this year didn't a. a, a Pretty big time quarterback got hurt, I think, uh, at the field. It's like at, week two, at, at I think. Arizona? Yeah, like week two, either week one. Kyler or week two. didn't get hurt at home, right? No, it was no, it wasn't roll when he got no, hurt. It wasn't Kyler. It was like a visiting team. I can't remember who it was, um, but they were, it was, <laughs> you know, they were annoyed. Oh, was it uh, Trey Lance? Did Trey Lance get hurt there? I'm about to go look at their schedule. You know, but. Um, yeah, there there've been missing issues about, and it's not it's not new. Like you said, the the stadium's not new, but the, the issues with the turf aren't new. Uh, they've been some noise about that turf for for a little bit now, and you would think for a Super Bowl, man. That's what I'm you saying. Well, you would think that that would be discussed early on. What are we doing about the turf? They played the, well, no, they've had the Rams at home. Week three, that was their. The Stafford was it Stafford who got hurt then. You know, and I think he did get hurt that game. I think it was Stafford. But was it his legs? It was turf related. Okay. They were they were they were pissed off. I remember people just like really being pissed off because it's like it was like you know they they linked or likened the turf to his injury in terms of uh, being sort of cosmetic for a bit of a causation for it. So uh, I don't know if cosmetic's a word, but 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 causation. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) New in the Webster's dictionary. Dude, I, I'll say this, man. The MVP of that game was Rihanna, and I say this. For, <laughs> I say this for two reasons. One, I, my mind was blown to know that she was pregnant up there on that platform, elevating like that. On yeah, the, that, and doing that, man, that for, was, for for as long as she did. I thought I it was mean, dangerous. I was anxious was every crazy. time she was going up and down on that thing, and that thing was like, rocking, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, man. just uh, glad it was indoors, but Ain't I was no just way. like, 
<laughs> but I'm just like, man, I'm amazed. And she had the stamina to do that show with that energy. I'm like, man, dude, that is that is phenomenal. So she's MVP, you know, right off the bat because of that. But she's an MVP if you're a Chiefs fan because that long ass halftime show <laughs> gave time enough for Mahomes injured, re-injured ankle. To get that mm-hmm. shot and for the numbness to seep through and for him to get some feeling in it so he could compete and run 26 yards at the end of the game. <laughs> that was I a big run, hey, too. That, that tour dollar is no a, joke, man. That was a big hey, run. It's a huge run, but I'll tell you what, if that tackle where he got injured, if that happens in the third quarter, no way. No way that the Chiefs win. No way does he come back. Cause dude, he was he damn near like about damn near cry on the sidelines when they were touching him. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that 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 45 minute to 50 minute halftime. That saved the Chiefs Super Bowl opportunities. And then Mahomes did the rest. And Mahomes, look, if you have any doubts, I know a lot of times people say, like when it comes to basketball, how uh Russell Westbrook never cheats the game. Like, you know, he may be shooting wild, he may be chaotic, but he's giving you his all. He's at 110% all the time. Well, I'll say this, man. Nobody should, I don't care who you are, should ever doubt Mahomes' warrior mentality. Cause man, dude, that dude play like he's like, nope. I ain't coming off the field. Nope. I'm going to be there. Nope. I got to run 26 yards. Yep. I mean, that was, I was, I've always, he's been an impressive person, you know, in terms of as a quarterback since he hit the floor running uh, several years ago. But that to me showed a whole different level of a dog in him. And a lot of times you don't always get a person who comes from a background of means, someone who has, you know, a wealthy background. They don't always have that dog in them. And I don't mean it as a slight. It's just the reasons why you may have more to to fight for than others. Mm-hmm. And clearly, his father, you know, being a professional baseball player for as long as he was, um, <clears throat> he family came from means. But I tell you, man, he got that dog. But I tell you what, though, being in the locker room with his old man, being exposed, and you know, it takes a village to raise a person. He's around a whole bunch of dogs in that locker room. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure they got in, you know, in his ear telling this what you gotta do. This you gotta sacrifice. Blah, blah, blah. And he took that to heart. Just like Ken Griffey Jr., man. It's just some cats, when they're around that man, they become part of that. That's part of them, part of their essence. And you can't take that away from Mahomes. Dude. You you you're gonna be, man, that that dude just showed you he's gonna be a factor for as long as he plays. Burrow, Allen, uh 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 my brother and um Herbert, Herbert, my brother in uh, in, in Baltimore, uh, Lamar Jackson. Wow. Anybody else you want to bring up in there? If Aaron wanted a piece of that, come on over because mm-hmm. that cat ain't going nowhere. So that was impressive to me overall. But she's a real MVP <laughs> because she, she <laughs> <laughs> quiet as is kept. And I, I tell you who else really impressed me. And I, I I'm not gonna say I'm shocked, but. I've seen him blow so many games in the past. And the, the Eagles should have won a Super Bowl. It should have been more than just one Andy Super Reed. Bowl. Andy Reid showed his ass that game. He's like, look, and I know I'm not going to knock. We're going to talk about being in a little bit. I'm not going to knock that. But Andy Andy Reid and his, his cadre of, of coaches figured some shit out at halftime. 45 minutes was too long. If it was 30-minute halftime, the Eagles might have still won. Extra 15 minutes. Gave Andy Reid to figure some stuff out. And like you said, man, they didn't just come out passing. They they mixed things up. That that was, I mean, and not that, but defensively. I mean, they held the Eagles to three points for a long time in that second half. You know, um, that was a hell of a Super Bowl, man. But I, the, the pivot that they made, the change, because they were down 10. 
that that was impressive, yeah. man. They 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 and there's those touchdowns they scored. Those are schemes, man. You yeah. just saw those guys are wide open. That yeah, that's, that was impressive ran, stuff, man. Back to back scores ran the exact same play. Opposite, opposite, opposite sides. sides. Yep. <laughs> yep. What what was what was very impressive to me was the fact that I I've been on this kick with people who've been stressing about quarterbacks needing to throw two hundred plus three hundred plus yards, and I've been making it a making it well known because the two playoff wins before the Super Bowl for Jalen Hurts, he was well under two hundred yards passing, and they dominated. Right, and so I was like, man, and everybody like he gonna have to throw for more than that to beat Mahomes. And I'm like, man, long as they play right, long as they play their game, he should be okay. And it just turned into a whole switcheroo. He he throw for 300 plus and Mahomes throw for less than 200. Who would have saw that? Who would have thought of that? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought of that? That's why it speaks to my point, man. The game is all about scoring points, man. The statistics... Man, they irrelevant. You gotta get you gotta get in that end zone. Simple as that, you know. So, salute to the Chiefs. I got a I question. Did. I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Now that we're out of the Super Bowl, um, and I don't want to come off as the hater because I'm, I'm I'm a Mahomes fan, but do we have to anoint him as the goat right this second? Not no. at all. It's way too no. soon. I just, I just I'm, don't get I'm, every I'm, other show I watch. He's the greatest of all time. He's this, he's that. Yeah, man, can we ease I'm, up on that? Just I'm let's fine. enjoy this moment. He's the Super Bowl champion. Yeah. He's the 2022 MVP. That's all it is right now. And then, you know, five, 10, 15 years from now, we can discuss where his uh where his legacy is, you know. Yeah, once, once I'm, we get I'm to fine that. with the I'm fine with the top five stuff. I am fine with that, but the stuff that bothers me when it comes to a lot of the stuff that they say about these quarterbacks is the whole doing things that nobody else can do. I'm a, I'm a production execution guy. I don't give a damn if you can run a four three forty or anything like that. If you're executing with what you're capable of doing, I'm not going to give another guy extra credit because it might look better than how you did it. That's just me. So Tom Brady, as y'all know, that's the GOAT to me. And Mahomes going to have to get more to surpass him. I don't care if Brady couldn't move and run like Mahomes. God damn it, he could. He did. He got the jobs done. Simple as that. So for me, he got a while ago. I ain't going to say a while because I'm going to win like another two within another three years. I might. I might be one of the people that you ain't happy with. Is I ain't <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I I swear, three years ago we were saying Aaron Rodgers was the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I never said it. There are people out there that did though. They were some fools. I and, thought- I, and obviously Brady, which you know, we can discuss Brady and he he you know he he has a a great argument, probably the best argument for. Uh, for that title right now, but man, in my home, I'm like, man, let's just enjoy right now. We can yeah. we can worry we can worry about yeah, all every that, every everybody's all so that quick goat talk later on. Man. Quick to do that, you know, longevity doesn't seem to matter in the NFL. No, 
But they want to, but they want to show crown another guy for his longevity in another sport. But that's nothing. That's we we're not address <laughs> that. But <laughs> uh, well, that I think that's that's partially where it comes from. Though. I mean, that's you know, that's where it all it really started. You know, was was, was the whole MJ MJ LeBron thing. That's I think that's what really has yeah. revved it up, speared you know? it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, of- I don't I don't need it right now. Speaking of basketball, I just want to pivot slightly. Uh, that call again against uh, Bradbury in the Super Bowl in in the NBA, they don't make that call. Hey, so it's funny you mentioned it. So now we all know how Shannon and Skip Bayless, LeBron is the center of attention. Shannon's the major LeBron lover. Skip right. is the is the hater. Right. So when that call happened in the Super Bowl, LeBron. He was on the side of us. Like, you can't make that call. Yeah. That that had nothing to do. Right. Like his hand on his back had nothing to do with his route, all that. So Shannon to say, okay, so people people won't call us to go on call. Well, you show acted a fool when they ain't give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but they ain't give you the obvious foul that's, that's in true. that game. Like so, like I'm like he got a point. <laughs> got a point. Look, there's one time Skip and LeBron was on the same side. China was on the other side. It was hilarious. Hey, my, but, my, but you, but you're right. Yeah. My take is if, but if you know what though, man, if it's a foul, it's a foul. Oh, we're not arguing that. It's just like you, like Smoke said earlier. It's just like the the the, the last morsel. So, I'm part. just saying. I don't, I don't I, care what what time is on the clock. If it's a foul, it's a foul. I was at yeah. uh, at my cousin's game uh, on last Saturday at Loyola, mm-hmm. and they had a situation. They had a uh, they had the ball with five seconds to go inbound with five seconds to go down one. Uh, they inbound. They got a good look. Uh, the uh, girls took the shot, missed, and going for the rebound. There was a loose ball foul on St. Bonaventure that mm. should have been called, but the ref let it play out. Well, he, he put his hand up and didn't blow the whistle. Didn't blow the whistle. Buzzer goes off, and so then everybody's looking at the ref, <laughs> and, the, and the ref is. You know, you could tell he was a little. Oh, he, oh, he out there like late Carl on rebound. No call. Waved uh, it off, and then the refs ran out. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. So it was, you know, one of those questionable calls. But it, if it was a foul, me, it, it should be called. Thing to me is, I think had they not called that, no one would have noticed. Right. That's Why? the thing. I don't I think see. it was as. By letter of the law, yes, it's it, it definitely was. It definitely, but was. it wasn't. It wasn't as obvious at the. You know, you don't think Chief Fam would have would have would have seen it, and I mean, you know, of course, of course, seen, but but yeah, it said, yeah, oh, I'm sure like, they would have. But guess what? That's on the NFL whole films. But on NFL films, they showed a replay of that, and it's a Chiefs lineman with illegal hands to the face that's going uncalled. Mm-hmm. So it, it's <laughs> during that exact play. Like, so, you know, and my thing was who threw the flag. It came from the the end zone ref, not from the sideline ref. Right. 
you know, and and I I get it as you further watch it, the end zone rep actually has a better, better view, view of the tub. Right. But when it initially happened, I'm like, when did the flag get thrown? I'm like, I didn't see a flag right. on the field. I thought it was a late I'm flag. Like, so yeah. I'm like, if if it's a penalty, throw the flag right away. Don't right. it to me uh, on first reaction, it looked like they waited to see that he didn't he didn't get to catch the ball and then the flag was thrown. Or so that's what have. but but you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like I say, it, it was the it was the right call. I'm I can't deny it. I just wish we got to see what yeah. Jalen could have possibly could he have tied it up could they have took the lead yeah. you know how if he left time on the clock for Mahomes to possibly do some more crazy magic like he's done in the past you know it was just a lot of thoughts going through right. my well I'll tell you as, as much as I was impressed with Andy Reid and Mahomes and particularly Andy Reid with his coaching I was completely uh unimpressed with the Philadelphia defensive scheme, I'm like, why are y'all playing so much, man? Mm. I'm like, dude, you don't, you getting you you you're getting beat on stuff where if you're on zone, that guy may not be open or or Mahomes may have to make a tighter pass. There's or, so many times. Well, or he, he picks them apart though. But if you're gonna play man, put more pressure on him. I mean, it it. He, well, I think he, they I think they they expected. They I'm expected saying, that their front four was going to get there. That's by the, adjust. That's what I'm saying. By the second half, don't keep doing the same thing that allowed them to keep scoring. I mean, it was, and I guess you know you can arguably say they, they only scored what, ten points in the first half or yeah. fourteen points and fourteen. It was twenty four fourteen, so it only had fourteen points. But and seven of those were off of a you know a fumble mm-hmm. recovery. So I, I guess you're thinking just keep doing what we're doing, but you got to realize like, dude, he is he is killing you. You know, and some of these men, and then, yeah. and then, like that last touchdown, I'm like, dude, why are you sending everybody like ten yards away? Like, and that's the worst place to to, to try and pressure someone like Mahomes. I mean, he's one person to slip out, which is exactly what happened. So, but that dude, that dude who who you know basically gave up 38 freaking points, or, or at least 30, what take take seven away, 31. so 30, 31 points, still a lot of freaking points. He gets a head coaching job. He did. But, but, <laughs> but the guy that's won his second Super Bowl as a coordinator can't even get a get can't even get a, a lateral position as an OC anywhere else in the league. We'll see what happens with Washington, but he's been turned down at least one place already. He can't get a head coaching job. Fifteen times Eric Bieniemy has interviewed <laughs> for a head coaching position. Fifteen times denied. What's up with that? I I I can't explain it. It's insane. I can't explain it. Um, never, never seen somebody with that kind of resume not get a head coaching job. You know, and you hear, you hear so many different aspects of it. Uh, he don't call plays. Uh, he doesn't interview well. And I don't give a damn about none of that. He got the experience. Oh, that that's the issue. Uh, he needs more experience. None of this stuff applies to the other people. Andy Reid has been known to call the plays mm-hmm. since he's been a coach. Mm-hmm. Brad Childress got a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson got a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. And we all know so well, Matt Nagy got a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. No questions were made of those people getting head coaching jobs. 
to the point. No, that I, they did ask about Nagy. There were questions about that, but Andy Reid basically said that yeah, all the good plays Nagy called, and uh, oh, that was good enough. That yeah, was, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I didn't believe it when Andy Reid said it. I, I thought Andy Reid was just trying to get rid of him. <laughs> that was good enough. He said because yeah. remember they lost they lost in the divisional playoff to the Titans to the Titans, right? And with and, a double digit lead going into halftime, right? And supposedly, yeah, uh, we you know all the good plays in that game, yeah, that that was that was all all Matt. You know, I mean, we I mean, had some issues, and I that, that's when I was calling plays. He's going to be fine. I mean, why Steve, why can't Eric Bieniemy get that same benefit of the doubt? Exactly. I mean, Stephen A. made one of the best points ever for me, and I and I used to get on him because I know how much he loves Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like he tries to put everything on the floor with the Packers' issues. But mm-hmm. the fact that Matt Lafleur got the Packers' job. As an offensive mind, when he led the 27th ranked offense in Tennessee, mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. I don't care who's calling the plays in Kansas City. They're always at the top. So he can easily go somewhere and be have, run a 27 ranked deep offense. But is he going to get a chance? No. Like, it, it, it's insane, man. It's insane. Leslie Frazier has had the top five defense, what, two years back-to-back or maybe three of the last five years. He's had a top top one, top two, top five defense. Uh, he's not getting another look-see. I think but, at only- least, but at least he's got he's gotten a chance before, though. Oh, sure, because he was saddled with Christian Ponder and some other I'm, But I'm, but I'm saying he's got a head coaching job. Why? No, I, well, what I'm saying is you you have this much success and you're not Peter, – Peterson didn't have – this is his second go around. Yeah, and it didn't take very long. He didn't sit out for very long, did he? And I'm, but I'm not. I'm not saying he shouldn't get that. I'm saying at least he's he's got the opportunity. Why can't this guy, this brother, get, get the opportunity? Chance. Just why? Well, well, I told you guys why. You didn't believe me. And if you take a shot in the locker room when after they won the Super Bowl, you'll understand that what I said was probably more true than not. Short. He's short. He's <laughs> really short. <laughs> It's just it's, it's shortisms. Oh, they, they, they they hold they hold they hold that against them. Like, but but for me, quite honestly, and I and I have a lot of res- I I respect Andy Reid. I do, but maybe it's just me. I didn't I didn't feel like in the past, especially before Mahomes, all this Andy Reid mastermind talk being so prevalent in the media like like it is today i I don't remember that i don't remember that i remember him being labeled as a good coach but i always remember him being labeled as a coach who couldn't get it done in the big moments like you mentioned earlier with the philadelphia days and all that like i i remember that i don't remember him being labeled as this offensive guru like that, I just don't. I, like I said, I could be, I could be just missing it. Like I've never heard him be labeled as a bad coach at all. Mm-hmm. But how he's talked about today, like you said, Mahomes is getting goat consideration. They're considering Andy Reid for that now. Well, here's the thing, and and I it's great, great 
point to bring up, but a couple things. One, I'll give Andy Reid credit. He and he he even said it. He's like, yeah, even sometimes your quarterback makes your coach look good. So he knows that Mahomes is making him look good on some of the mm-hmm. calls that he makes, which you know a good quarterback can do that. But to your to your point or to your or to your query, it's over time now. And you're talking about a, quarter, a coach who's done something no one's ever done, where he's won 100 games, two different franchises. That's that's significant. I mean, that's a lot of winning. Yeah. <laughs> and and now now he's finally has more than one championship, and he's been to how many straight conference championships? Five with the Chiefs. Five, and, five with and, the with the Eagles. So I mean, that's that's some rarefied air, and you can't. Here's the thing. Unfortunately, some people go, well, you win a Super Bowl. If you don't win a Super Bowl, then you ain't good or you're not as good as you thought you were. I'm like, everybody can't win a Super Bowl, man. It, it's so much goes into just being able to get to the Super Bowl, let alone to get back to the Super Bowl, <coughs> let alone to win multiple Super Bowls. A lot of things have to go right for you. And a lot of things, some of it has shit to do with you. It's just being fortunate. Fortunate you guys stay healthy. Fortunate your guy doesn't like, as he's switching the ball, he switches hands and he fumbles. That, that doesn't happen to you that the penalties don't go against you. I mean, you know, the, the turf doesn't go against you. That, you know, there's so many the – guy doesn't take a football and put it to his helmet as he's falling down, you know, on the catch. I mean, it, it's Super Bowl crazy things can happen. Yeah. So I think the the to answer your question a bit, you know, or to finalize the answer of your question, it's over time now. You're, people are starting to see and they can look at the years of what he's done and be like, you know – that's some rarefied shit. I mean, Dan Marino still gets talked about as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. He ain't never that's, won that's, nothing. That's because he is the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> no, he's not. He is. No, no, he's not. He is. And, and, and here's the thing. I'll, I'll, without, not that I'm going to fight you on that, but when it comes to quarterbacks, I really think we need to classify them or categorize them differently. Like, who's the most talented arm? Who's the best winner? Who's the most accomplished quarterback that that kind of stuff can can separate because it's you can't compare because sometimes the air is getting away you know you pass more now than you did because terry brad everybody keeps talking about all these Super Bowl winners i'm like dude y'all keep forgetting about terry bradshaw it's the first person to win four i mean come on man but you know that great defense kind of override i'm like dude the great defense but he has some great offense i mean he was he was terry bradshaw was a hell of a fucking quarterback he's you know in terms of what he accomplished and sometimes people are like oh yeah joe montana i'm like yeah, don't forget about Joe Montana either. But when you go to Tom Brady and we say he's the GOAT, well, that's, you know, 45 years of, you know, 20, 25 years of playing fucking, you know, the, the, the position and winning with different teams and his – but I say he's the most accomplished quarterback ever. And his, his, his awards say that he is the greatest of all time at winning. But are there other quarterbacks you would take over Tom Brady? Dan Marino. Okay, you may take Dan Marino. Some cats may take Joe Montana. You know, some, some cats would. like me will take Tom Brady. Right, I understand, but you know, I, 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 I I'm just it. saying Every, the quarterbacks. Everyone has their preference. The quarterbacks of today have have, have been given the uh, um, the the right rules in order to to be successful. Put Joe Montana in today's game and see he what he would, does. He would kill. You I mean, know, I Marino, think, Marino I, was putting up Mahomes numbers in the mid '80s when, when they could take legally, you know, defenses could could take the quarterback's head off. I mean, and I, everything I get, was fine. I think 
I think Brady is probably the one that we can say we've seen kind of in both phases. No, nah, they changed. Mm-hmm. Once the, the turn of the Did century they... came, they changed. They changed a lot <laughs> of stuff. They changed when when pretty much right before Manning got in is when you saw some some significant changes because right. quarterbacks quarterbacks were getting hurt like in well, the eighties. They, well, they was letting them. Well, what was that? The Ravens won in ninety nine. 2000. 2000. No, 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. Yeah, Ravens, yeah. And, uh, watching that documentary, they was, they was. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it up. yet. How is it? It's, it's Boys okay. Boys Baltimore. I, yeah. I did, it was like they did like a reunion type thing and they, yeah. it wasn't like your typical 30 for 30. No. So it wasn't like the 85 Bears one? No. no. Okay. No. All right. All right. I got it's, it's good, on my, it's on but my it ain't, it ain't, I it ain't all the time great. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, they so. sort of changed, you know, uh, you couldn't, you know, touch the receivers uh, past five yards. That came into play. Um, that came in like 05, 06, though. No, no, it, it came, came early. It was night, late, late 90s. Uh, 90s. You yeah. sure? Because the Patriots yeah. was doing that to Marvin Harrison and Reggie Ryan. Well, yeah, they got away with it. They got, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you know, then that call a flag on every play. Got away. That's with what it. started it. The defensive, uh, the the uh, no touching and all that stuff came. Uh, you couldn't uh, defenseless receiver. That, that became a rule in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Hitting quarterbacks below the knees came into yeah. the two thousands. So a lot, but, a lot of stuff changed. Came at those seven after Brady got hit low. Right. No, it wasn't Brady. It no, was Brady, no, I think it was. No, oh. it was Carson Palmer. It was Carson Palmer. When Carson Palmer got taken out in the playoff game, that's when they instituted that rule. Because how bad? Because like it almost ruined his career. I thought it was Brady when that happened first game of the season. So, so those, so all those but, things around the same to, time, you know, um, a lot of passing statistics. Oh, slapping a helmet that came in in the two thousands, or just just any uh, hit to the head, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's why I, you know, I look <laughs> to the eighties and beyond for 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 my greatest quarterbacks. But that's just me, you know. Well those guys in the seventies that some of those guys were not I look back, those <coughs> guys were not really good passers. Like the you the passers really really when that eighty three class is when you start seeing a whole different level of passing quarterback. I'm talking about as far as the talent with the arm and the accuracy. Right. And that stuff. That's when you really started. The shift was really palpable at that point in time. Um, but but yeah, dude, I, I I would take Montana over Brady. I would. Brady, hell, Brady might take Montana over Brady. That's his goal. That's his guy, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so so I'm just saying, it's. I think with quarterbacks, you almost have to categorize them, you know, with certain, you know, uh, titles or certain subheadings, you know, like. You know, best passer, best pure passer. You know, strongest arm, most accurate passer. You know, most accomplished winner. And I think that's when you can really start to kind of, and then you start ranking them in that regard. And then whoever probably is in the top three of those, say you got seven categories, whoever's like in the top three the most, whoever has the most, you know, highest ratings, that might be the person that you look to see and say, okay, that person arguably. Because the other thing too, let's be honest. Tom Brady has seven Super Bowl wins, but he could very easily just have two or three. I he mean, could very easily have ten. 
Yeah, possibly too. But I'm, what I'm saying, I mean, is that, I'm just like but, he could have easily lost some, but he could have easily won those he lost too. Right. But my the point of what I'm saying is him winning and losing didn't have as much to do with him winning and losing as some as a defense sometimes had to do with them winning or losing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he did everything for his team to win, but there are times where having the better defense made a bigger difference. And Peyton Manning didn't have the defense that that uh, that Tom Brady had. Uh, nobody had a defense that the Steelers had, <laughs> you know, as far as winning Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, hell, the Eagles. Eagles play better defensively. Jay, Jay, there's no, like you said, outside of that fumble, which, again, they had a 10-point lead going to halftime. Jalen Hurts arguably outperformed Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Threw for 300 yards, ran for 70-plus yards, scored, running, and passing. Like, and that was his first Super Bowl. <laughs> this, this is this is Mahomes' third Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So it you know, Jeff Hostetler won a Super Bowl because he was great. No, the fucking giant defense. Uh, you just talk about bullies in Baltimore. You know, Dilfer. What's because of Dilfer? No. That <laughs> defense. Can you know? Dilfer tell you otherwise? Yeah, I'm sure. So <laughs> so so I mean winning a Super Bowl, you know, a, a lot goes into it. I, I don't put everything on a Super Bowl. It, to me, you know, your accumulation of wins over time, your accumulation of big wins, you know, clutch moments, uh, you know, those kind of things to me really start to tell me what kind of quarterback you are. I'll t- I tell you one thing, and it's my segue. It's, it's good Jalen Hurts won the first running quarterback because I got faith in my guy. He going to get it done sooner or later. And that's Justin Fields, goddammit. He going to do it someday. <laughs> why? He going to do it someday. Why are everybody trying to trade Fields? I don't know, because if they trade him, they trade me. I won't be a goddamn Bears fan no more. I can tell you that. Hey, I'm, I'm going to put a guy on blast right quick. I don't know if he listens to the podcast all the time or not, but uh, a former co-worker, a brother of a co-worker, Mike Kalmuk. He It's on Facebook going back, and he's he he put a slight at, oh, of course you would like the running quarterback. I'm like, why do you say that with such derision in your voice? Like, a running quarterback is a bad thing. I'm like, because like, his guy is Tua. I'm thinking like, okay, what has Tua won? I'm like, look, man, this dude threw for 300 yards. He ran for 70 yards. <laughs> he scored wait, three touchdowns. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, What's his you... beat with running quarterbacks? And his guy is Tua. His guy is Tua. Exactly. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, you know, he's the he's on the he's on the, uh, that group of people who say running quarterbacks can't win the big one, or running quarterbacks won't win Super Bowls, or running quarterbacks can't stay healthy. Yeah, that kind of oh, goofy stuff. I, I, I'm sure yes. that one is. I'm sure that's one he probably yes. don't speak of. I'm no, sure he says that. No, he, he does. Says it. He's yeah. a tool guy. He right. can't be a tool guy. He can't be he, he, saying he, that. He, he loves to all. I joked with him. I said, I said, so you telling me? Uh, I was like, what is Tua one in the pros? Has he won a division title? No. Has he won a conference title? No. Has he been to a Super Bowl? No. Hmm. And why didn't he win the division I, this year? And, and I said, I said, I said, but you know what? I said, I know what Tua has done. I said, now if you're talking about a guy who has been <laughs> repeatedly injured and been on the IR as a repeat offender, he's he, he's got your hands down. Great job. Yeah, you got to be on the field to play. And and don't talk to me about Tua winning when he when Passing he shocked yards. the world and came out 
and won a national championship game by surprise. Because God. when when all eyes was on him, when he became the guy, did they win? Nope. No. Not so I don't want to hear that, man. I want to hear that. But my thing is, all you see, when you see, all you see is a running quarterback. Like, that's that's all in your mind. Like, all he does is run. I mean, the man passes Brian washed. yards. Yeah, Brian well, washed. Well, some people culturally have a way of, of, of yeah. being steeped in what they believe is the right way, as opposed to, like, what you were saying. You know, it doesn't matter how you get it done, get it done, yeah. you know. And, again, it's not the first, you know, athletic quarterback to win a Super Bowl or to compete in a Super Bowl. You know, Cam Newton has been to it. And Russell, Russell won one and been back to back. So, you know, and I mean, last I saw, it wasn't Mahomes running 26 yards on one leg. He did. Yeah. So, you know, whatever, man. And it's like, dude, like, I I don't know what you're thinking, but you might as well get used to it because that's all you're going to see. I'm actually actually happy because it's getting, you know, spicing things up a little bit, you know, maybe, some teams looking at this and, you know, thinking that we need to up our ante to, to, to get that pick, you know. So so maybe maybe it's a good thing. But uh, my favorite radio host, uh, Colin Cowherd, <laughs> this dude today, and he was on with Will Blackman, former Packer, and they basically tried to tell us well, let me say first off, Will Blackman says that the Bears should keep Justin Fields. Okay. But they tried to tell us that Darnell Mooney is a great receiver. Cole Komet is a top tight end in the league. And the Bears offensive line is not that bad. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You, you lost they, the with a straight that's, face. That's 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 what a lot of people have been that. trying to say of late. And I'm like, you clearly didn't watch any Bears games this year, because if you did, you would not say foolish things like that. Mm-hmm. You're just looking at looking at stats. That's all you're looking at. You couldn't, with a straight face, look at at sixteen or what seventeen Bears games now and say, yeah, that Bears offensive line is not that bad. You know, now. They do run. They did run the ball pretty well this Rumble, year. Run blocking, yeah, sure. run blocking, yeah, but not pass, not pass blocking, not pass blocking at all. None of the Bears receivers could get open this year. <laughs> they would go. They would always, you know, uh, whoever was broadcasting Fox, CBS, whoever it was, they would go to the replay and they would give you as much of the uh, of the all twenty two as they could. No one was ever open. Mm-hmm. Not even for a second. Yet Justin Fields supposedly has weapons. Come on, no, man. he does not have weapons. You're... Please no. stop See, that narrative. The, the, if the, you want to say you want to trade Justin Fields, cool, fine, whatever. Don't say and, he had weapons. But but what that's what that's man. It's like sometimes you wish two things could happen, and we could see both. Like. Uh, of course, I want Justin Fields to stay in Chicago. But a part of me wants to see what all the media wants to see, what they claim to see, and the Bears get off of Justin Fields and draft Bryce Young. I don't want to see that. And you put Bryce Young behind that offensive line, 
Doesn't Just survive. like Shannon Sharp, a football player who he said, you put Bryce Young behind that line. He 5'9", he going to be 5'5 five five by the time they done beating his head. <laughs> <up there. laughs> That's why a lot of times I listen to the actual guys who played it outside of a Shady McCoy. I listen to the actual guys who played the game because they can see and and decipher things that these analytics guys and all guys that just want to look at the box scores can't. Like people like, man, he he was holding the ball for so long. Yeah, because he was scrambling. It wasn't him holding the ball in the pocket, just <laughs> having so much time. No, he's holding the ball because he's scrambling, trying to make something happen. Like, I'm like, like, watch the games. Like, I had a guy, I think it was the Detroit game. It was the Detroit game, the last Detroit game where he played bad. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of context, and, like, they they got pressure on him. All type of stuff. And this guy, he, and I know the guy, he actually, he's from the States, but him and his wife lives in Dubai, whatever. And he, he posted, he just had, he posted Justin stats. And I say, did you watch the game? He like, no, but with stats like that, you can't, I'm like, but you you didn't watch the game. You shut up. I'm like, if you watched the game, you would saw that he had no time in the pocket to get anything going like you you would saw the different things that came into effect that affected his production i'm like to just sit and look at a box score and use that to define the game is is unfair when when my thing is coming into the season everybody on tv said the bears had the worst roster in football mm-hmm. every last one of these people Justin made something out of nothing for a month and a half, two months. And it in the narrative flipped to he can only run. Right. The weapons aren't as bad. Like it's like it's it's weird, man. It's it's like the Bears are made to be the media stumping, you know, step stool. It's it's like that's what needs to be when it comes to the Bears. Like, I I just don't see it. And then on the flip side with Cowherd, he says there's not a talent in the draft that he believes at in at the quarterback position. You've heard him say that before, have you not? So so he's saying Oh yeah, he said the Bears that. should give up a, a a pretty much known commodity in fields to go for a guy that to, for a quarterback in the draft that probably it's, won't be good. That makes yeah. even less sense. Wow! All right. Well, right. I'm like I I can see if people if you all were saying after next year if the Bears still super stink and we try to get Caleb Williams or something like I'm not at least on him. I mean, you don't like him. I'm not. I don't dislike him. I'm just not. I don't got questions. Yeah, I, I see. I see a guy who throws his. A lot of his success comes from unstructured uh, reaction to you know breakdowns and what have you. Um, he's I, not a person who sets his feet well, and a lot of times his passes. I mean, he he <laughs> he basically he's. 
the best athlete on the field more times than not. And he wins because of that. And I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying it's far. That's going to catch up to him. I'm just saying, in NFL, he's not going to out-athleticize everybody. I just wish that these guys will stop trying to say everyone is like Mahomes and acknowledge that Mahomes was drafted into a very good situation. He, If Mahomes was drafted to the Chicago Bears, Chicago, he would not be what he is today. He would not. A lot of bad habits. Yeah, a lot of bad habits. The same bad habits he came with from college. It it, the the when it comes to this stuff, it's about where you're drafted more so than when you're drafted. And he was drafted into a very good situation, a very good situation. The best. Be quite honest with you, I I can't think of a better situation. Maybe Frisco might compare to it, but you you're not gonna have a better situation, Andy Reid. And the Chiefs at that time, because the Chiefs were a playoff caliber team. They were drafting yeah. twenty. They were drafting twenty seventh. They moved up to ten, so they were already a playoff team. And Alex Smith was having an MVP season. Uh, Mahomes was rookie year. He was like top five MVP candidate most of the year. And mm-hmm. you come in a situation where the weapons are already there. You were able to learn a year and be tutored by Andy Reid and his you know cadre of coaches. And you had a decent line. You have a Hall of Fame tight end. At the time, you had a dynamic receiver who became a better receiver. Um, and you had a solid running game because you had you had uh he had Hunt, I think, right? Or did he Kareem uh Kareem Hunt? Yeah. yeah. I think he had him for, him for one year at least, I think before that first he, year. That first yeah. year he was right. Yeah. So so and you had a pretty active defense, not a great defense, but active defense. So and you had a mind that already knows how to coach a talent like you because you're basically Donovan McNabb 2.0. I mean, you really are. I mean, Donovan was more dynamic, you know, athletically, but Don, Donovan had a good arm. Donovan became a better passer, you know, each year. Donovan, you know, three-time, you know, what, conference championship in, you know, in a row with the uh, four. with the Eagles. You know, Donovan's in the hall of very, very good, but Mahomes is – a better passer, stronger arm, and Andy Reid's had more time to better his craft. You know, I oh, I already know. I've had you and Michael Vick. I, I know exactly what I can do to get the best out of you. I know where – I know the mistakes I made with them. I know how to get you there quicker than I did with them because I've had more experience, blah, blah, blah. So I can't think of a better situation for Mahomes to wind up in than where he wound up, which is KC. And hey, to him and his credit and Andy Reid's credit, they are synergistically working towards being one of the greatest coach player tandems in the history of the league. History again. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And then like you hear guys like like uh Mariwacho speak on because Justin is not um, you keep going to these Fox dudes, man. Stop I, listening I, to them idiots, I, I, man. I, I, man <laughs> Stop I listening just, to them idiots. Well, they the ones got the shows kind of all day. ESPN just got first take, and then that's that. It's but I, 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 I just watch stuff. I watch stuff on YouTube too. But like, I like I like to get I like to see that type of stuff. Where yeah, I, I I like to see get, what the national perspective is. They're speaking but, against. What a I'm, lot of them they don't they don't watch it, it, everything. It, no, believe right. it or not, it helps me 
like when we do this. You just want a reason to be pissed off. I, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 he he speaks on the whole. Eberflus and Pose didn't draft Justin. So what? Exactly. That's like so. Jay Krause didn't draft Michael Jordan. Did Dungey draft Peyton Manning? No. <laughs> I mean, come like, on, man. That's that's so overblown. It's, man, it it, it is. It, it uh, and I'm like, I'm like, era. I'm like, y'all are really on national a national platform wanting this guy to commit career suicide. <laughs> because because if he was somehow to do what you all are suggesting, let's say he trade Justin Fields and he draft Bryce Young. Let's say he trade Justin Fields and Justin Fields go on to become a star. Yeah, never leave it. He'll he'll be like his predecessor. Oh, and he, then, he he might get he and he might get ran out of Chicago for sure for sure. Oh, and right. not, by the, not by ownership. His predecessor has to slap himself every day for not taking my homes. Got to. Or Watson. I would I, I say Watson. I don't say Mahomes no, because but, nobody was but really no, the, but you saw like that. So what that's, you saw though, they told Mahomes he was gonna draft him. That's overblown. He said that's not true. Who said His that? His daddy said that, but Mahomes said he said that. He didn't know who was going to draft him. I believe dad. <laughs> dad ain't just making shit up. Hey man, he was off the at that point, he was still off the borough pack. So <laughs> he 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 you know. Did you know see did you see him after the Super Bowl? Yeah, was, he said he was Philly smoking Philly. in Philly blunts. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just uh... like but man, like I'll just be glad when all this is over and done with. Whatever decision is made, let it. I I personally don't believe that Justin Fields is going anywhere. No, he's not. Nah, it's no but, shot. No shot. But we. But just having to hear that day after day. I don't even listen to it. It's, it's like, just garbage. And it, you know, it's like because Justin was in Arizona. So I watched pretty much every interview interview that he did while he was out there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I noticed he ain't go talk to none of them Fox motherfuckers. <laughs> exactly. He, he ain't go talk to none of them. You're right. Yeah, he didn't. He, he, talked, go he talk, talked to Jim Rome. He, he talked, talked to, to Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rich Eisen. He, he want us to trade him to the Jets. <laughs> That's that's too, that's who should have drafted him. That's what he keeps yeah, saying. Yeah. That's, what, <laughs> that's what he keeps saying. He's pissed. He's still mad about that. <laughs> he should be. Hey, real quick, with All Star Weekend, we we got here and and our team sucks. There's nothing really to talk about with our team, other than <laughs> we got All Star though, right? Oh, yeah, we do. About is he going? Do you think he's going to play? Nope. I don't think. Well, you know what? He probably will. He probably will because it's the All Star game. <laughs> it's the All Star game, and anybody say he's hurt again? Yeah, it's all it's about over. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Demar. No, nah, he. I can't see him playing. He's playing. Let's make a bet. Uh, I don't know what. What's your? You eat burgers? 
uh, you know, I eat burgers. Uh, they they got they got a plant based burger. You you eat any of those? It's a new place. I've never had one. All right. I, if if you if 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 you lose, it's it's not it's right around the corner. It's not like on Wacker. It's not that far from. It's across the the bridge. Okay. Well, if you if you if he so if he doesn't if play, he doesn't play right. I'll you, get you that right. If uh, if if I get it right, then you got to get me an epic burger. Done deal. Okay. All right. Done deal. So, uh, my question is, uh, the buyout guys are ready to go. Russell Westbrook, John Wall, Pat Bev, any of those guys. Russell, what you, you want? I told y'all last week. Russ. Get Russ. But yeah. I know you. he ain't coming here. Nope. I've I've he changed I've changed my you know what I was talk I was talking to Kendall the other day. He he changed my mind about on, on Westbrook. Yeah, Russ makes a lot of sense. Why he not for the for the rental? Yeah, for the rental, and you know he's gonna give one hundred and ten percent. Why not? Yeah, but he's going to the Clips. If I'm him, that's why I'm going. Well, I yeah, would think, uh, yeah, if I'm Westbrook, I want to go to a team. Right up the Lakers' ass. I want to yep. yeah, go to a team. Right. That. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. 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 And, and a team that, that has a shot. Yeah. He's yeah, from L.A. too, right? In a way yeah. More. yeah. Like, you ain't got to move. You ain't got to do nothing. You, you yeah. stay there. But according to Shams, I think Shams said today that no one is knocking down the door for him. Wow. So, should be interesting. Casey Johnson reported today that the Bulls have reached out to John Wall and Patrick Beverly. Pat uh, Bev, Marine Pat home. John Wall needs to just go and retire. Well, but, but Pat, Pat Bev ain't no real point guard, though. You just, you he just... ain't. I just, I just need the entertainment, man. <laughs> I, just, I just need the entertainment. I can't argue that, man. You put, you put Pat on the floor. Put Pat on the floor and just play Pat with Dalen Terry. Put Patrick Williams on the floor with Pat. <laughs> Lock Patrick Williams in a room with Patrick Beverly. How about that? <laughs> Let's see how he come out of there. I think you like, got something there. <laughs> like, we need personality over here. That is, it's it's just that, man. We need it. This team just not got no heart, man. They got no. They don't. They need a point guard, dude. They don't have any direction. That, that game they lost. Uh, where Zach scored uh, thirty, not not 35. tonight against, yeah, not not tonight Indiana against game. Indiana. You talk about Indiana, yeah, dude. It's like I've never seen a team that needed a point guard as bad as this team. It's like, dude, you had a point guard. He's you could take the ball out of Zach's hand. He's 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 going every time he's in his hand. He's you know I, I got to score. Or I'm not saying he doesn't pass the ball. He does, but it's there are times where the the game gets tight and he's like, I got to be the man. I got to be the man. And it's just like, dude, no, get the ball out your hand. And then have someone set you up, so someone all you gotta set do, you up, so you yeah. can be the man, right? But you you had a ball in your hands too much. You just it's just you're trying to be the man that set up the man and still be the man. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's just trying he's to all? do it too much. It's like he's like, trying to do it all, right? Like stop helping. <laughs> <laughs> stop trying so hard. So yeah, man, I I you know I. I don't know what they're gonna do, man. Because they, well, they gotta figure out. What I know one thing. Uh, 
Ronda Rosen has passed his expiration date in Chicago. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I don't dislike him, but it's like, mm, bruh. I not- see I, I see why he isn't as profound around the league. Like that game has an expiration date. Like it it's it it's it gets it gets stale. Well I'm not gonna say it's not productive because I mean you're putting right. points on the board, but it's like it's not impactful. What's the brother with the Clippers who uh, came from the Spurs and came Kawhi from Toronto? Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. He Kawhi has a mid range game. Mm-hmm. He's but, a mid range assassin. But this is what Kawhi does that Jerome that Demar doesn't. He plays defense. Yep. And he's he he's able to force things offensively and defensively. And Demar is just offense. It's just I got to get these two points. <laughs> and it's like, dude, we're down by five. I got to get these two points. Okay, we're still <clears> down <throat> by one. I got to get these two points. You miss. They go down. We're down by three. I got to get these two points. You know, it's just like, dude, we we need something. Else. Like, can you set somebody else to get a three-point shot? Like, you're, you're drawing people's attention. Kick it out to the guy that's open, you know, and yep. he, he does every now and so, but not in clutch moments. Clutch moments, nope. I'm not taking the ball out of my hand. It's like, dude, you got teammates around you. And it's just it, it it's like you're working against your own self in a lot of a lot of regards. So yeah, I'm with you. I think Demar, it's it's like um I'm, I'm kind of I'm okay. I'm I'm over that now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well let's enjoy all star break and not have any Bulls games. By the way, ESPN um took off the Bulls Nets game that was scheduled for next Friday. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch that game on NBC Sports Chicago. Now. Oh man, I was gonna have a short day. Now I gotta yeah, stay in a little gotta, bit longer. We gotta work next Friday. <laughs> Damn. Oh well. Hey final uh final standings for our picks. Probably the closest that this thing could ever get. <laughs> Uh, coming in third, Glenn, you finished 22 and 29. I can't been third, my guy. I went from sugar to shit, man. Or it's the second <laughs> half of the season. Uh, I finished in second, <laughs> 21, 28, and three. And this year's champion is Coach coming back Smoke. from me. Let's go. 22, 28, and this, two. They've some atrocious records. You're the tallest short person. Oh, man. But pretty much it was virtually a tie for the whole thing. For everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. We were all finished within a half game of each other. Man. Percentage Smoke. points. Smoke was the prettiest ugly person in that one. <laughs> So we need to get better next year. Yes, yeah. We yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. One last yeah. thing. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we never did get the uh, our preseason predictions, how close we were. I forgot again. <laughs> y'all, supposed to, y'all got to remind me. That's <laughs> Y'all got to remind me. But, yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think we got that close anyway. 
No, dude, I remember saying, watch out for the Jaguars. I do remember saying that. And I think I you, you did that. say that. I do remember that. Yeah. And, and, and I think I said, I know it sounds funny, but the Lions, man, that they're, they're really close. I think I said yeah. those two things. So I know I said the, the Raiders was going to win the AFC West. So, <laughs> well, here, yeah. I can just, we, we don't have the, the audio, but let's see. Um, not pick Buffalo, I think, to win. I think, we I think all I'm... in the AFC East, we all picked Buffalo to win the division, which they did. Yeah, we got, got that, that right. right. Yeah. All right. Um, Glenn, you picked Baltimore in the north, Smoke, you picked Baltimore, oh. and I, I picked Cincinnati. Got that one. Congratulations. I said Cincinnati wasn't gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, AFC South, Glenn, you said Indianapolis. Oh boy. E- and smoke, I you I and I to... both said no. We both said Tennessee. Oh, okay. Oh, we yeah. were close. So we were, yeah. Uh, AFC West. I said Glenn and I had the Chargers. I had the Raiders. You had the Raiders. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we didn't give Kansas City that much yeah. love. I picked Kansas City to make the playoffs. I did. Do oh, that. Most we did. We all we all did. Yeah. How do we go? Let's go. NFC. Um. Glenn, you picked Philly. Woo-hoo. I picked Philly. Smoke, you had Dallas out of the that, NFC. That uh, don't get her shit. No, just <laughs> we all said Green Bay, so we all got that wrong. Uh NFC South. You said Carolina. Glenn, yes, I said Carolina. <laughs> that Smoke was close. Tampa. Yeah, they played. They had a that was season. close. Decent season. <laughs> Glenn, you had New Orleans. Oops. Uh AFC West. Uh, I had the Rams, and that was that was over well, you know, really I early had Arizona. I and think then Glenn and Smoke had Arizona, and San Francisco won that one. So, okay, all right. Uh, playoffs, Smoke. You had Kansas City as a wild card. You had the Chargers uh, as a wild card. Raiders, you had the Dolphins. They made the playoffs. Okay. Uh and then you had Rams, Vikings, and Saints as your uh as your wild card team. Oh, what? One out of two. One out of three. One out of three, three there. I was three for three in the AFC. Uh Glenn, you had Kansas City, Las Vegas, and Miami. Two out of three. And you had the Vikings, Bucks, and Lions. As your, as your almost, cards. You almost, you almost, oh, there. yeah, almost had that one. So, two out of four out of four out of four out of six, yeah. All right, I and had four then, out of six too. Uh, I had Kansas City, Vegas, and the Ravens, two out of three, two out, two of, out three. of three, and then I had Dallas, 49ers, and Arizona Cardinals. Two, two out of two three. Out of three. So all of us have when it came to uh, yeah. wild card. Well, those teams make the playoffs because the Chiefs clearly wasn't a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Vikings. We picked our AFC champs. Glenn, you said that Buffalo was going to be the AFC champ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Smoke, yeah, you said the Chargers. I said the Chargers. Oh yep. man, I must. I must. Well, I wonder what was I drinking that episode. Well, you originally it looks like. Wait, 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 wait. You and originally said the Raiders, faith. but I scratched I would, it out. I would rather catch that. I and then faith in Herbert. 
Lo and behold, <laughs> I picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC. Wow. Uh, NFC, Glenn and I both had the Packers, Ugh. which I only did that just so that, you know, the Bears would 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 be better. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, I picked Tampa. Yeah, you picked the Bucks to come out. I think uh, I remember saying the Eagles from our dark horse. I think I remember saying that. And then our Super Bowl champs, you guys remember that? I had Tampa winning. Yep. I had Buff- Buffalo. Yep, I had the Packers, but I only did that just <laughs> so the Bears. So they could. would, they would, they would suck. Actually, it actually worked. The Bears sucked well <laughs> enough to beat the first they pick got overall. The, wait, they got the number one pick overall, and the Packers sucked this year. Yeah, yeah. Way to ruin the Packers. Yeah, yeah. So it worked. So it worked. So. Maybe I did better than I than I than than my record says. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about jinxing. <laughs> so yeah, better now, no, better look. Now let's year. now let's hope it actually completes the process and get them up out of there. <laughs> go, to, go, go to the Jets. We shall see. I think he he's going into his dark room. Uh, yeah, he came out. Oh, he came out. He he did it already. Yeah, yeah so he I thought he's supposed to announce right after. Wait, no, I, he said he said he said Schefter and Ian Rappaport don't know shit. Mm, he said okay. he said they don't know nobody in my camp that's <laughs> them any of my stuff. He like I respect them guys, but trust me, they don't know none of what's going on with what I got going on. <laughs> that's what he said. So he came uh, out of, he came out of darkness. Is he the Pope now? He said he said that darkness was, retreat was scheduled four months ago. He like I didn't schedule that. Oh no, I'm gonna go in there and decide my future. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he no, said. Wait. Who schedules a darkness retreat anyway? Aaron hey, Rodgers. Man, the guy who was immunized and not <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so we got to yes, accept I am, that I am immunized. <laughs> Man, oh, that's a wild cat. All right. Well, oh, one last thing before we go. Uh, the Bears closed on Arlington Heights. But the mayor says that the Bears will be staying at Soldier Field. Man, that's life what, that's what she might says. not even be staying at the <laughs> right. city hall. So exactly. she, needs, she, needs, she needs to worry about her place of residence. Uh, yeah, really. Oh, man. Kind of delusional there, but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. We want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, like I always say, we ain't saying we're right, but we're getting close to 100 episodes, so we can't be really wrong. It's close. Very close. Get ready for the XFL this weekend. Woo! Oh, yeah. See you next week.